What the F happened in the Pelicans' 44-point loss to the Lakers in the in-season tournament? Seriously, does anyone have a good answer? We're going to yell about it, but also give you one reason for optimism in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Friday, coming to you a little late. We all needed it after that Pelicans 44-point loss to the Los Angeles Lakers in the in-season tournament. WTF? Seriously, that game was unbelievably bad. A number of y'all asked for an angry cast. We haven't broken one of these out in a while. You are definitely going to get it today because simply put, the Pelicans need to be better than what they showed in that game. They came out so flat. Anyway, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday, the number one Pelicans podcast coming to y'all like you want, breaking down everything you want about this team being angry with you when we deserve to be angry. We'll break down trade talk. We'll break down other games, everything here. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as well. And if you want to support the channel, become an everyday or listen Monday through Friday to Locked On Pelicans. Tell a friend about the show. If you listen to one day a week, try listening to two. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use code all lowercase locked on NBA for a first deposit match. Up to $100. I don't even want to read this score. 133-89, 44-point loss for the Pelicans against the Lakers in the in-season tournament semifinals. A chance to go to the finals with everything on the line. And the Pelicans just come out as flat as they could. First quarter was good. And then LeBron James took over the second quarter and the Pelicans had no match for the Lakers' energy level, their intensity, anything like that. Listen to this. You know, I joke about the show notes on the show sometimes. And sometimes they're a lot, they're a little. Segment one here, my show notes are simply this. You know, seg one, colon, WTF, have some effing pride. Those are the show notes right now, right? To go out on national TV and kind of assert yourself, and you and you do this, this is what you do. That is a terrible performance from this team here. And y'all as fans deserve better. The team needed to be better. Have some pride in a game like this when you're getting your butts kicked by LeBron James, who took three charges, by the way. Think about that. Think about how much he wanted this win compared to the Pelicans. Willie Green summed it up, quote, just a lack of competitive spirit from our group. And that's not indicative of who we've been and who we are. We took a step in the wrong direction. I'm not going to take anything away from the Lakers. They came out and dominated wire to wire. I thought the first quarter was solid. After that, they took it up another level and we didn't match that. LeBron James is older than myself. He's going to be 39, something like that, 38, 39. And he took three charges, including some from Zion Williamson in this game. He can't be giving the most out there on the court. Yes, he's arguably the best of all time. 
but he can't be the guy who's giving the most. It needs to be one of the young guys on this team. Zion Williamson, 13 points. Brandon Ingram, 10 points in this, sorry, nine points in this one. The leading score for the Pels was off the bench in Trey Murphy with 14. Zion and Brandon Ingram were a minus 33. They got blown out. I don't care if you lose. I don't care so much if you lose in this game. But it's the way that they lost that should leave you upset as a Pelicans fan. Yeah, they'll rebound from this. They'll regroup from this. We'll talk about a reason for optimism in the next segment. But I come on. Like I said, have some pride. If LeBron is out there putting his body on the line and you don't want to match that intensity, Herb Jones tried in this game. I'll give Herb Jones and Trey Murphy like credit for going out there and trying to do what they did. And the Pelicans just couldn't get anything going in this game. 22.6% from three, seven of 31 shows you they need to shoot more threes. You know, 35.8% from the field. Um, they didn't turn the ball over. They were just simply outplayed, outclassed. You know, the Lakers have a similar record to the Pels. LeBron James can, again, turn this on when he wants to in a way that no one else can. But you've got to at least try and get somewhat close, don't you? Somewhat close. You know, for this team that seemed like they thought they were in a good spot and, you know, felt good about themselves, right? We go back to media day, uh, not media day, the media availability that I talked about with Will Guillory on yesterday's episode of how Zion and Brandon Ingram were asked, like, do you have plans to celebrate? Have you talked about it? And they're like, no, we've not talked about it. And then they were laughing hysterically, implying, yeah, they've talked about what they're going to do in Vegas if they win the in-season tournament. Way to put the cart before the horse. Way to have just spent time talking about something that's not going to happen, maybe instead of focusing on the game. Did this team get ahead of themselves a little bit, right? Did they get a little full of themselves? I think they might have. Certainly have some fun. Think about what you want to do. But to come out and if you're going to say that and then to come out and be as flat as you did and just look this bad, basically the Lakers won because they wanted it more. For a young team that's won nothing in the Pelicans, how, how are you going to come out and act like that? How are you going to come out and act like that? We posted on the Locked On Pelicans page the the crossover I did with the Locked On Lakers. I went on as a guest on their show. Ended up posting it here, and a couple of y'all messaged me and be like, the Lakers host, and they weren't, I don't think they were like this, because I know those guys, and they're pretty great. You know, we're like, oh, they're real condescending to the Pelicans. I don't realize, I don't think you realize, Jake, like how much they're talking down to the team and stuff. Look, Lakers have however many titles, Pelicans have none, storied franchise versus not a storied franchise. For a team that's never won anything, that has a chance to actually win something, and to come out as flat as they did against an in-season tournament that, is that going to matter for LeBron James's legacy at all? No. When he retires, you think we're ever going to talk about the time he potentially won the in-season tournament? Not at all with all of the other awards that he has and accolades that he has. But for Zion, for Brandon Ingham, in their careers where they won nothing, nothing, we would have brought this up. This would have actually helped them. And they come out and they look like this. Let's talk more about Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson in the next segment here because they simply need to be better. Like there's just, I don't know what else to tell you that they need to be better. We'll also give you a reason for optimism with all this. That's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. 
Right now, though, I'm excited to tell you about Prize Picks because Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. It's super simple. And instead of battling thousands of players, including pros, sharks, you pick more or less than the projections on two to six players, and then you watch the winnings roll in when you get it right. And with basketball season and football season underway, you can now pick combo projections across both sports. For example, you can take Zion Williamson plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three-pointers made and receptions. And they even offer a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half, doesn't return in the second, players rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA. Use code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. It's free money right there. Up to $100 is a deposit match when you go to prizepix.com and use code LockedOnNBA. PrizePix is daily fantasy sports made easy. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team Let me know in the comments down below. How upset, how disappointed are you in this team, right? That's the tagline we're going to use today. I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed. That's so much worse, isn't it? We're also upset. We're also angry. But more disappointed than anything else. When your parents would say that to you when you're a kid, that's like the heartbreaking one, right? You broke a window. You did something wrong. They're angry. They'll get over it because it was just whatever. Life happens. This one wasn't just life happens. This one was y'all need to just be better. Representing the city of New Orleans, this franchise, you the fans on the biggest stage possible for them right now. And dumpster fire. Not great. Subscribe to Lockdown Pelicans wherever you get your podcasts, of course, and on YouTube. Comment down below and become an everyday or listen Monday through Friday to support the channel that way. Okay. Zion and Brandon Ingram. Let's talk. Not talking to them. I'm not writing like an open letter to them. That's never a good thing. And I don't want to call this the biggest game of their careers, right? It's not the playoffs. It's an in-season tournament that, again, I love, has led to some really great games, is kind of gimmicky, though, and a little bit forced. Still like it. Combined for 21 points. That ain't going to work. Simply put, that ain't going to work. Each at three turnovers, 10 total assists. They combined for five rebounds. And from the free throw line, Zion was one of six. He was six of eight from the field. Both these past two games, he has not been able to kind of get into the flow on offense, and that has led to some just subpar performances from him. He even said it after the game here. And Zion said, I've got to be better. I have to be more aggressive finding my shot. I have to do more things to get my team going. I think I was too laid back tonight. I can't do that. Defensively, I have to be better. Yeah, buddy, you do. He was bad. He was bad. Bad defensively, bad offensively. You're Zion freaking Williamson. Remember that you're Zion Williamson. I think LeBron taking the charges from him really threw him off. Again, the game plan is to slow him down. Others need to make shots and step up. And when you have CJ McCollum go four of 14, Brandon Ingram go four of 13, those guys aren't doing it, right? When I did the crossover with the Lakers, if you listened to it, and a lot of y'all did once we posted it on Locked On Pelicans, you know... We said they're going to slow down Zion, so you need to have others hit their shots, score to open things up, and then that opens it up for Zion, and then all of a sudden now everything is rolling. He starts scoring, so they go back to taking him away, and that opens things up for the other guys, and it's just this ebb of flow of like Zion time, other players' times. No one stepped up in this one, though, and Zion couldn't 
wasn't aggressive enough. At a certain point, right, his favorite Marvel character is Thanos. You know, go and just do it yourself. That's the line from the first Avengers, the secret, the after credit scene, right, where Thanos is like, fine, I'll do it myself. Zion, go, be aggressive. You are basically unstoppable. For him not to have that is disappointing, lacking that kind of killer instinct which you saw from LeBron James. Same for Brandon Ingram in this one too. Same for CJ McCollum. Basically for everybody in this game. This team is going to go as far as the stars take him. This is why I've always pushed back when everyone keeps trying to tell me this team is so deep. Are they too deep? I was on ESPN Radio the other day up in Baton Rouge um, on Matt Moscona's show talking about this. Matt Musa was filling in for him. And I was like, no, I push back on this because these guys can't always get it done, right? Jose, eight points. Dyson Daniels, one of five. Jordan Hawkins, two of eight, including 0 for three. Played all the fourth quarter, right? Najee took one, two shots, five points. Trey took 13, 14 points. This team isn't too deep. They have nice role players that work around their stars, but really other than Trey wouldn't be getting significant minutes on more than half the teams in the league. So you need your stars to step up. Every team needs this. Zion, B.I., C.J., right? They didn't even play through Jonas Valanciunas much in this game. He also just had a bad game of three of nine. This is, you know, a combination of everyone just having a bad game and these nights happen in the NBA, right? Detroit's on an 18 or 19 game losing streak, something like that. They're going to surprise a team. They're going to beat a good team. It's going to end the win, the losing streak. And you're going to be like, what happened? Because they'll probably win in a blowout because that team just had like an off night. Over an 82 game schedule, these things happen. But have it all happen at once on the biggest stage when clearly the effort from this team wasn't there. No, no. These guys just started feeling full of themselves, it seems like. And this is where I want to be optimistic about it a little bit because this hopefully knocks them back down to earth and they look at themselves in the mirror and go, oh no, like that's not who we are. That's not who we want to be. It's time to be better. I like legit hate on social media, on Twitter, in the YouTube comments when people are like, be better, right? When that's the response to someone. I think that's one of the dumbest things that like you can say and I absolutely hate it kind of applies here you just got to be better like be better you can't play like this you can't play like this instead of giving us an in-season tournament finals of Tyrese Halliburton who is a burgeoning superstar who everyone has taken note of and everyone now on social media and in the NBA like sphere of stuff is like the Indiana Pacers are so much fun they are the darling of the NBA right now Tyrese Halliburton is like the hipster pick for MVP. And instead of being in that conversation, the Pelicans go back to New Orleans with their tails between their legs here after a 44-point ass whooping. So instead of asserting yourself, putting yourself back on the, like, the biggest stage here, generating some hype about your team, this is what you look like. There are going to be serious questions. You know the national narrative about this team is going to be like, Brandon Ingram, Zion, can they coexist? Because collectively, they did nothing. That's why this is so disappointing. It'd be one thing to lose, right? You lose on, say, a LeBron James last second shot. Whatever, you can deal with that. Compete, fight hard, have something for fans to be proud of. But after this game, is there anything to be proud of at all? The only thing you hope is that this is a turning point for the Pelicans in their mentality. You know, after that loss to the Dallas Mavericks and Zion's comments, they had the team meeting where they seemed to get on the same page and they were playing much better basketball. I'm not saying they need to have another team meeting. And frankly, another team meeting would be bad here. 
This is going to be something that needs to be a wake-up call, though, for Zion Williamson, for Brandon Ingram, and the rest of this team to be like, we can't let that happen again. Again, from my show notes in the first segment, have some effing pride here. Right? You, the fan, are upset, and I get it, because you should be after this loss by the team. Unbelievably disappointing. Zion, Brandon Ingram absolutely without a doubt need to play better it's not on the role players to elevate you frankly when you look at that sacramento kings game right when did the game turn around the pelicans were down 15 and then the bench mob of Najee marshall trey murphy and jose alvarado came in and raised the level of play that needs to start to come from the starters that should not be your bench making your team play harder there was a comment on the show I did that was like, yes, it's a big deal. The Pelicans are like doing well in the in-season tournament. And I kind of laughed at it, but the more I think about it, it's not incorrect. I don't know who it was, and otherwise I would shout you out here. And it was like, do we really need to be incentivizing these players to like play hard in these games that are regular season games? And it's like, yeah, you kind of do because the season is long, load management is a thing, all of that. But at the same point, it's true, right? Like, you're a professional. You're getting paid a salary to go and do this. It's the Don Draper line, right? Of That's what the money is for. That's what your salary is for. That's why you get paid millions of dollars. Brandon Ingram, you're going to be extension eligible after this season. You're in line, potentially, for a Supermax. We'll have a larger conversation around that, but do you want to give Brandon Ingram a Supermax after this performance? I don't. I don't. Your money's on the line. Your pride's on the line. You need more motivation. If losing by 44 isn't enough motivation to a team that traded you, by the way, for in Brandon Ingram's case, I don't know what to tell you. That should be all the motivation you need. And hopefully, if you're looking for a reason for optimism, it's that this team wakes up, right? You pull your heads out of your butts. And basically, I don't know why that made me laugh. And... Look around and go, oh, yeah, we got ahead of ourselves. We shouldn't have been talking about what we're going to do when we win this sort of thing already. Coming up, let's talk more about this game. We just talked about how Zion and BI need to be better. What needs to change? A couple other specific things before we wrap up today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Right now, though, I'm here to tell you about Jace Medical. You know, according to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season over a decade. It's pretty scary. And these are all things that can happen to us. I can't imagine a worse feeling than if someone I love got sick while supply chain issues kept them from life-saving medication they need. Thankfully, everyone can be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among others. Stuff that could happen to any of us. So visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. So go to jacemedical.com and use offer code Locked On to get $20 off your order. Again, that's jacemedical, J-A-S-E, medical.com. Use code Locked On to get $20 off your order. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. 
We are here Monday through Friday, the number one Pelicans podcast. Coming to you like nobody else does, breaking down everything around this team. Angry cast, being, being upset. They're watching on YouTube. My hair keeps like flopping and it's annoying me. So thank you for making Locked on Pelicans your first listen today and every day. Become an everydayer. Listen Monday through Friday. Let me know in the YouTube comments down below how you're feeling after this game. I was going to say, oh, what, what was it? Okay, here we go. And for your second listen, got it. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Locked On Pelicans has been on there a bunch. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, let's start to wrap up because we're all upset. We want to move on from this game and we don't want to think about it too much anymore because it was just a disappointment. This is not one of those ones that you just flush. Don't ever think about, right? You need to think about those, these games constantly. There are certain off games where it's like, whatever, nothing to learn from this. Let's move on. Not in this game. Not in this game. You've got to learn things. You need to figure some things out. You at least need to take the pride lessons and let this be a wake-up call for you. You, the fans, deserve better. So, what can they do, though, right? Other than just, again, try harder, be better. I kind of hate those stuff. But 31 three-point attempts in this one. That's not going to get it done. You need more shooting. Zion does need a little bit more space for him to try and be aggressive. I think he also just at times needs to force the issue a little bit more than he is. But they need to somehow figure out how to get more three-pointers. Herb took three. CJ took just four in this game, right? Valanciunas took four. B.I. took three. B.I. taking six against the Kings was the right number. CJ needs to be closer to eight. Trey took seven. That's good. And then the shooting just kind of like dries up. You know, they need to maybe consider Hawkins in the rotation. You know, they tried to run the eight-man rotation again. I still think you need more shooting. You can make an argument for Hawkins to be in there just to give the spacing to open things up for Zion Williamson. That's going to really be the biggest thing. They also need to get better at defending the three-point line. The Lakers don't make a ton of threes. They're not a real good three-point shooting team. They only took 35 in this game, not an insane number. And is that above their average? Yes, it is. That's six above their average, five above their average. They're not a particularly great three-point shooting team. They're 27th in the league. They shot 48.6% because the Pelicans were doing lazy closeouts. LeBron got hot, goes four of four. That's fine. But Torian Prince going five of eight, you can't let him do that, right? D'Angelo Russell going two of five. You've got to slow these guys down a little bit more. The closeouts from this entire team have been really lazy and leading to open three-pointers or then then that team just attacking the basket. That's not going to work. The Pelicans need to get that under control. They've been very good at defending the three-point line the past couple of years. They weren't in this one. Not only were they outscored from the three-point line here, the Lakers also outscored them in the paint 52-46. to 46. That's not who the Pelicans are, right? They need to be winning that in-the-paint battle if they want to win this game, if they want to really win any games. They did a good job of limiting the second-chance points, the the um, the offensive rebounds and all of that, but at the same point, they let the Lakers then just get out and run off of their turnovers, off of their misses, of which there were a lot. Just lazy defense all around. It speaks to this entire team just not trying nearly as hard as they should have been in this game. The Pelicans didn't even turn it over, you know, an insane amount of the time, just 12 times. 
but the Lakers got 19 points off those turnovers, whereas the Lakers turned it over 14 times and the Pelicans got 14 points off that. They lost that on more turnovers. Elevate your play. Find the right lineups that make sure your guys in Zion and B.I. can be their best. Because, again, it's about those two guys and C.J. And not the role players as much. There's some things to learn from this game. Simply put, try harder. Can't do this again. If we have to have this talk again about pride, trying hard, be better defensively, actually like give a damn on that side of the ball, there's a larger problem here. This can go one of two ways for the Pelicans. It can be a wake-up call for them, and hopefully it is. Or they kind of just showed us who they truly are. It's up to them to really decide that. Let me know what you think in the comments down below on YouTube. That's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans, this week of Locked on Pelicans. It's been such a fun week, such a fun week. The show was like flying high. The numbers were insane. I was having fun interacting with y'all. And then this. We'll regroup over the weekend, be back with y'all on Monday. Get you set for the Pelicans taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves again. A win there would make us feel better. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Be back with y'all next time.